Welcome again, beloved saints of God. So, for this series, we're looking at the miracles performed by Jesus Christ. And today's miracle that we'll be looking at is the resurrection of Lazarus. So, Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. But before we get into this beautiful message, let us pray. My God and my Father, Eternal King, Emmanuel, Lord, as I come to you tonight, Lord Jesus, I give you thanks for all your loving kindness and your tender mercies, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will lead this message, Lord God, and I pray that the listeners, Lord Jesus, that they will be blessed by this message, Lord God. Everything that you have done, Lord Jesus, it, it is a message for us, Lord God, that we should believe upon you because in you there is a life, Lord Jesus. When we, we choose you, we choose life eternal. So I pray that this message, Lord Jesus, you will lead and you will teach, my Father, and those who listen will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. So we'll be looking at um, the resurrection of Lazarus. So, before I get into the message, we need to remember that Jesus is the resurrection and the life, right? So, the, the, we'll be looking at John 11, and it says, Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So Mary was the, the lady who used that very expensive ointment to anoint the Lord's feet. But the disciples were saying that um, for such an um, Judas, you know, the one who, who betrayed Jesus, he, he was saying that for such an expensive ointment, it could have been sold for, for, for money. But the Lord rebuked him and said that she did it for his burial. So it is that Mary and Lazarus was Jesus' friend. They were close. They were very close. So... Verse 3 says, Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. So what he's saying here that the Lord loved Lazarus. They were close. So when verse 4 says, When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. So, we, um, Lazarus' sickness was one that would glorify God and to proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God. He was to die for the glory of God and Christ so that the works of God would be made manifest. Verse 5 says, Now Jesus loved Martha, and her sister and Lazarus 
When he had heard therefore that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that said he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. So Lazarus' sickness, you know, was one that would, God had it in his plan what he was going to do. The Lord intend for for us to suffer so that his name would be glorified. We see in John 9 when Jesus healed the blind man who, who he was born blind. He was born blind, but Jesus' disciples thought that he or one of or his parents sinned against God. That's the reason why he was blind. But Jesus answered them and said, Neither the man or his parents had sinned, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So we are made to be more aware of God's complete sovereignty over our lives. So sometimes, you know, we are going through a particular situation, you know, we are born with a certain deformity of whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, the Lord, He has complete sovereignty over our lives. So when we are born with our inner situation, it is the Lord's way of bringing glory to his own name to his own name so does the the blind man he, he he didn't do anything wrong and his parents never sinned yet still he was born blind but the lord healed him you know he he was the 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 holy the bible says that he was the the holy man that was born blind to have received this sight so the lord did that miracle to to for his name to be magnified so verse 8 says that his disciples say unto him master the jews of late sought to stone thee and goest thou thither again jesus answered hurry not are there not 12 hours in the day if any man walk in the day he stumbleth not because he seeth the light of this world. So Jesus spoke of himself being the light of the world and that during day, in the day time, you know, we, is a message for us here that during the daytime we go about where we can see, you know, we can see because there's certain opportunity that will come to us. You know, and if we don't take hold of that opportunity, then, you know, it will pass us. So Jesus is saying here that he had to go and see Lazarus because that was the time for him to go. You know, that was the opportunity for him to go so that the works of the Lord would be made manifest. And Jesus, as the Bible spoke about, is the light of the world. And those who walk with him, you know, will not stumble because he is the light of the world. So once we are walking with Jesus, how can we stumble when he is the light? So he's speaking of himself here. And he says that while, while those who walk not after the light walks in the night, 
which is darkness, and he stumbled because Jesus is the light. And he, he that walketh in, in darkness, you know, he walks it in, in his evil ways. And he will stumble because when you're living in sin, of co- in sin, we are we are stum- we are stumbling. So without Christ, we'll have to stumble. So verse eleven says, "These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep." Then said his disciples, Lord, if he is asleep, he shall do well. So that, so when the Lord said that Lazarus is asleep, obviously his disciples didn't understand that Jesus was speaking of his death. So they figured that, you know, he was just sleeping. Just like I said um, in the, the previous program that sometimes when the Lord to his disciples they answered in a in a fleshly manner they didn't answer in the spirit because Jesus always operated in the spirit he always so when he would ask a question you know they sometimes they would answer him back just like how they they you know they just answer they didn't think about it first because they I think maybe they believe that you know Jesus is human so most times when he would ask them questions they would reply in a fleshly manner right so that um, if, if they they thought that um, Lazarus was just sleeping while Jesus plainly said unto to them that Lazarus is dead and verse 15 he says that I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent ye may believe nevertheless let us go unto him so the Lord is saying here that he is happy because Lazarus died from that sickness so that Jesus would raise him up from the grave and in doing this miracle it would cause his disciples and everyone else to believe who he truly was because Jesus knew that even his disciples were with him they didn't really believe that he was the son of God you know even when he was when he was resurrected they did yeah had that that disciple that doubted him that they, they didn't believe and even when they saw him do perform so many miracles they didn't they didn't believe so jesus was saying here that he was glad for their sakes that they would go with him while he performed this miracle to show them that he is the resurrection and the life that he have power over death you know and there's authority in him so that he wanted his disciples to fully trust and not only his disciples but those who were in the area to see the authority and power that he had so verse 16 says that then said thomas which is called didymus unto his fellow disciples 
let us go that we may die with him i think that did him um thomas here is saying that they should go that they that we may die that we that they may die with him because you know the they they were seeking the lord to to stone him so but the lord waited two days um some days after to go so i figure that's why he was saying that here here then when jesus came he found that he had lain in the grave four days already now bethany was nigh unto jerusalem about 15 furlongs off and many of the jews came to martha and mary to comfort them concerning their brother then martha as soon as she heard that jesus was coming went and met him but mary sat still in the house then said martha unto jesus lord if thou hast been here my brother had not died but i know that even now whatsoever thou wilt ask of god god will give it thee jesus said unto her thy brother shall rise again so jesus had faith he knew what was going to happen and in he had his plan he knew that lazarus sickness it that's why he didn't run to heal him because it was god's will for the sickness to kill him so that um, jesus could raise him from the dead so jesus plainly um, told his sister that he shall rise again martha said unto him i know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day but jesus said unto her that what is saying here that resurrection is now because he, um martha said unto him i know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day but jesus what my interpretation is that jesus is saying that resurrection is now for lazarus because i am the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me though he were dead yet shall he live so he that believeth in jesus like us before we believed in him before we started following jesus we were dead you know without christ we are dead we are dead spiritually even though we are alive physically so we are dead spiritually so once we started following jesus even if we die physically we are alive spiritually so that we we can live forever because jesus is the resurrection and the life and it is such a wonderful gift to know that when we believe in jesus christ and when we die on the last day you know he's gonna call us forth just like lazarus and we're going to live with him forever so that is such a beautiful promise and a beautiful gift for believers
So Jesus said unto her again, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die, believeth thou this. So you see that Jesus is saying that whosoever liveth and believeth in him shall never die. So his sister said, said, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which come into the world. So all this is saying that um, the death of Lazarus and it is a foreshadow of Jesus' own death, burial and um, resurrection. This is what it is saying. The Bible, the, the scriptures, they connect. They, <laughs> the Bible is so amazing. They connect. They connect this Lazarus death is a foreshadow of Jesus' own death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus even told Martha that he is the resurrection and the life. And the face, the face covering cloth is mentioned in John 20, verse 7 for Jesus. In John 20 verse 7, it mentions that the, the face cloth that was co- used to cover Jesus' face, it is, uh, it is so obvious and intentionally mentioned in both cases that the resurrection of Lazarus was intended as a foreshadow of Jesus. But we'll get to the face covering of Lazarus in a bit. So we're here. We're we are 28 and when she she had so said she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly saying the master is come and call it for thee as soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came unto him now Jesus was not yet coming to the town but was in that place where Martha met him the Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her when they saw Mary that she arose up hastily and went out they followed her saying she goeth unto the grave to weep there then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him she fell down at his feet saying unto him Lord if thou hast been here my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have ye laid him? So when when the Lord see how his sister and those who knew Lazarus, that they were grieving and they they didn't have faith in that a miracle could be performed they didn't have faith they were just crying so when the Lord saw all that you know he groomed in his spirit and he asked 
already have laid him and it said unto and they said unto him lord come and see and jesus wept so the lord all those emotions that they were feeling of course the lord feels all all our emotions that we go through the lord feels it you know he is the high priest who has suffered all our emotions he knows everything he knows a broken heart he knows um those who are being disappointed betrayed he knows everything so the lord wept when he saw um lazarus and 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 his friends gathered and they were crying he cried also because he was hurt and he loved lazarus lazarus was his friend then the jews said behold how he loved him so when they saw that the lord was crying it is proof that the lord loved lazarus because even the people saw that he was crying and saying that of course he loved him he's even crying so and some of them said could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died <laughs> jesus therefore again groaning in himself come to the grave and it was a cave and a stone lay upon it so here it is a foreshadow of jesus's tomb with the stone and all of that jesus said take ye away the stone Martha the sister of him that was dead said unto him Lord by this time he stinketh for he hath been dead four days Jesus said unto her said I said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe thou shouldest see the glory of God so all Jesus wanted was for them to have faith to believe that it doesn't matter how long Lazarus had died it doesn't matter because Jesus he only need them to believe to sh- for them to see the glory of God right in John 2 verse 19 Jesus answered and said destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up again Jesus spoke of the temple of his body and his resurrection He said destroy this tree destroy this temple and in 3 days I will raise it up. So the Lord the Lord didn't care how long Lazarus had died. He didn't care. He just wanted them to have faith so that they can see the glory of God. And then they took away the stone and from the place where the dead was laid and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said Father I thank thee that thou hast heard me he knew the lord heard him he had faith when whenever we are praying you know we need to believe with our whole heart that our prayers have been heard that the lord hears or hear our prayers and that their hands said we need to believe you cannot go down in a go go on your knees and pray and when you get up you have doubt that i wonder if the lord here 
heard that or I want to know the Son of God is praying. He said, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. That's before he even started praying, but he knew that his father has already heard him. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it. So the Lord prayed loud. He didn't have to pray, but he, because of the people that was there, he, had, he prayed for them to hear that they may believe upon him while he called upon his father. He spoke loud so that everyone that was gathered could hear the conversation that he was having with his father so that they would finally believe that the that God has sent him. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. <laughs> and Lazarus, and he that was dead, glory to your name, and he that was dead, came forth <laughs> bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin Jesus said unto them loose him and let him go so the authority that Jesus had was that when he called him, <laughs> when he calls, even death loses its power. When he called Lazarus, death have to give him up. When he called Lazarus, whatever whatever was holding, he came out. He, he, his face was bound. His hands and his feet were, were wrapped in grave clothes. But the voice of God when he called I don't know how he walked but he walked he walked the Lord had to tell them to loosen him and let him go when the voice of God pierced through the cave and he said Lazarus come forth glory to God even though he was, his face was covered his hands and feet were bound he came out and he walked to the voice of God. Now some people say that if Jesus had said come forth only, then all the dead would have been risen. And I believe that. I believe, it if, I believe that if he had only said come forth because he has authority over death. He, he, he is the resurrection and the life. So if he had said, come forth, of course that would have happened. But he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus wrapped up in grave clothes. He stepped right out and he walked. He couldn't see, but he was walking. His feet and his hands were bound, but he was walking. That's the power of our God. That's the power that our God holds 
is, is mighty and is fill is 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 mighty and full of authority in every sense. Glory to your name. And then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. So when they saw the miracle that the man was dead for four days and that he he stinketh, he smells, and he was wrapped up, you know. And when this, when God came and He said, "Lazarus, come forth," you know, and and the man that was dead, he walked out and he came. He obeyed. Even the dead obeyed. You know, death had to lose its power over Lazarus. And that will that's what will happen on her, with us on the last day. That when when the when when the mighty God speak, you know, those who are who are will have to come forth. That's how mighty our God is. So that believers, you know, should be happy of this gift that we have that the Lord will we are alive in him you know he is the resurrection and the life and that on the last day he will call us just like Lazarus Lazarus is a foreshadow of Jesus's death burial and resurrection and it's also a foreshadow of the resurrection of the saints on the last day when God will call forth his children and death will no more, will be no more. So we'll call us for it just like Lazarus. And we will have to, death will lose its power. We'll have to obey, you know, and come to our king. So when, the, when those people saw the miracle that Jesus did, they believed on him. But you know, some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. So some people ended up believe on on Jesus. They accepted that he is the Son of God and they believed him. They believed on him. They followed him. They gave their lives to him while some were upset. They went to the Pharisees and told them everything that the Lord had done, the miracle that he had done. And so the Pharisees, they gathered a council and said, what do we for this man doeth many miracles? So the Pharisees, they didn't want people to believe on Jesus. So they, from that, they started to plan on how to stop him. Because they said that if we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him. So that's Satan speaking. Satan speaking through the Pharisees. So he's saying that if we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him. And the devil doesn't want that. He doesn't want people to believe on on Jesus Christ. He doesn't want that. So that's the devil speaking there. And the Roman shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto him, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider 
that it is expedient for a horse that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. So he prophesied Jesus' death. They, when Jesus did that, that, that last miracle, you know, he, they prophesied. They didn't want, they had, they, they, they started to, to gather up, take counsel against him because they feel like they had to get him out of the way. But that was God's plan for him to come and die for us so that we might have life and that we might be saved so that was the plan of his father so um what i want to say is that we need to remember that jesus is the resurrection and the life and once we believe on him we shall not die right and so i want us to take this opportunity to fix ourselves right in him i say us because even me sometimes we fail the lord every day we're flesh we cannot be perfect we fail him but that but we can strive to be like him but once the lord sees that it is our heart's desire to be like him he will help us he will help us. He will correct us in whatever way that we are going astray or whatever way that we are disappointing him. He will correct us. You know, he gives us the Holy Spirit who is the great. He teaches us. He leads us into all truth. So whatever we are, whenever we are going off course, the Holy Spirit is there to guide us on the right path. So I want us to focus on the Lord and to know that we are not we are not guaranteed for another minute or another second it is not guaranteed our life is not guaranteed we don't know when we will go so we have to think of our future right not just future in this life but in the next and so once we are in under the Lord's umbrella you know even if we go if we pass then we know that we will be with the Lord forever life on this earth is vanity everything will pass away but we have to make sure that we are where we are going we have to make sure of our destination in the next life most people we are so they are so focused on the what they are going to do tomorrow what they are going to buy what they are going to eat whatever they are not focusing on the next life we need to stop focus on this life and focus on the next read your bible Study your word, fast and pray, seek the Lord, ask for forgiveness, repent, 
so that if anything when the lord we don't know what will happen but make sure that you're on the right path brothers and sisters please make sure that you're on the right path repent give your lives to god repent time is running out hell is real hell is a real real place and the devil is so deceiving that he has deceived the whole world most of the world to think that it is a, a party i hear rappers saying that they are going to have um fun in hell that is the deception of the devil the devil knows what is going to happen in hell hell was created for satan and his angels it wasn't created for humans we you need to get yourself straight don't think about next year or oh, next year I'll change my life next month do it right now put down the drinking the smoking the partying the lying the stealing put down all of those you can do it on your own there's Jesus is just a prayer away go to him I said Lord I cannot do this it is too heavy you've nailed all things on the cross take it from me lord jesus he said come to him his burden is light go to him go to him he's waiting for you i was so bitter and broken and angry and miserable and i felt like i had the world on my shoulders but once i gave everything to god I am so free. I don't wake up in, with anxiety anymore. I'm not worried about what is going to happen next week or next year because the Lord has taken away all my fears and anxieties. I have faith in the Lord. Even if I don't see if I go, I have faith because I know that I'm doing his will. The time is running out. put your life in the hands of Jesus Christ there is no second chance in the grave once you die it is done you decide your 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 future is decided the minute you die some people they say that they oh I'll ask God forgive me and you don't know if you have chance to say lord forgive me you don't know that so put it while you have chance put your life in Jesus hands and you will do the rest so i hope that this message it blesses your heart open your mind and awaken your spirit in Jesus name amen